wake up, my queens. Hi, I am Empress Sharon Eam, bringing the truth of our stolen history. The mothership has landed. She is your modern-day Noah's Ark, bringing knowledge and understanding of your lost past. Get ready for enlightenment with eyes can see. of the Lord that he might be glorified. So um, our topic today is about the cover up. So let's get into this message of what this cover up is all about. All right. So I can now fully understand Dr. Francis Chris Wilson on the black identity. Our identity and language was stripped and another identity assigned to us. Another identity was assigned to us that had no value. It was of a people who deemed to be slaves, who were deemed to be slaves of slaves. Never to lift themselves above servitude. Right now in America, there are some people who think that even our sports players are overpaid and that they, that is their only talent, that they don't have brains, that they are not, you know, uh, able to speak or to say anything uh, worth hearing, you know, other than about sports. But other than that, uh, the general population don't want to hear from them. All they want to do is see them play sports, what they hired them for. So, uh all they want them to do, they don't want them to get involved in any uh, protest matters. They want them to just shut up and play ball. So that is this BS that we face, you know, that, that black people themselves are facing, you know, in America. You know, we can't say anything about anything. You know, we're supposed to just shut up and take this. Although they came and got us and brought us into captivity. We're not supposed to say a word, even though our 400 years are up. The Bible, you know, was left to us to, you know, find our story, to identify ourselves with this story, and then to know what is to happen. So as we see, we're waking up out of this, this, this terroristic nightmare of a dream that we are presently living in our lives. You know, we're waking up to this and... Their response to us is, don't say nothing, take this, you know, uh, uh, accept your, your punishment, accept the people that, that, that you are. Well, that's not our identity. That was an identity that was given to us, assigned to us by Satan. That is not who the Bible says we are. Now, the people of the world can't have it both ways. We can't be Gentiles and then be enslaved people too. We can't be you know, uh, 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 Canaanites, and then go through 400 years of bondage and captivity because there were two different assignments going on here. And, uh, uh, you know, being the people that they named us, they named us Negroes, that falls under Hagar, that allegory that I told you about under the two covenants, you all. Yahweh left the way for us to find our true identity. He left the way so the world can't have it both ways. We can't be one group of people and then say, oh no, you're this group of people because see, you're slaves and, and this happened to you and that happened to you. No. See, you had different groups of people who were assigned different punishments, who were assigned, you know, uh, 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 different walks in life, you know, where 
uh, the assignment for Canaanites under uh, Ham's, uh, Canaan is Ham's son. So the curse fell on Canaan, Ham's son. So uh, we can't be Shem and Ham too. You know, so the curses and the blessings are found under Shem. So how come can we be Ham if we're living out the curses of Shem? That does not make sense. And that's why you need to read the word of God. So that you can prove who you are. Because they have jumbled up some stuff. Satan has told these people a bunch of lies about us. And they got all kinds of information, all kinds of scriptures crossed, y'all, to say who we are and what our punishment is and how we're supposed to be these people. So they want to say that we're Negroes, but they can't even prove how we're Negroes. Yahweh gave me the scripture to prove how they, they say that we are who that uh, they say we are. He gave me these scriptures. Okay? So to say... So, so that is to say, we can't be all these things that the world says we are because they have all of their information mixed up, switched around. It just don't make sense because it's not the truth. So we will, we will see more. We, we will get more into this message and I will give you scriptures where you can prove this out. You don't have to take my word for it. Prove it out for yourself. Yahweh left the Bible, which is living, which is alive. And it has fulfilled itself up until this point. It still has more fulfillment to do before we at, we're truly at the very end of this thing. But our 400 years has been fulfilled under the scriptures of Genesis 15, 13 through 14 and Acts 7, 6 through 7. So read those scriptures and find yourself black folks that came through the transatlantic slave trade. So we can prove this thing over us and we don't have to accept who they say we are. So, um, uh, uh, Dr. Francis uh, Cress Wilson and Neely Fuller Jr. breaks down the psychology of what racism is. It is a system that has a dominion over a people. It involves scientific racism. They invented that to prove white superiority. We cannot find white superiority in the Bible as given to a, a group of people to rule over the world with. Well, let me, let me kind of back up with that one because Luke 21 and 24 does say that we are in this, this present administration of what we're living in is called Gentile rule. So, but you still can't find white superiority, you know, being, being given to these people by Yahweh. Yahweh didn't give them white superiority. It's not from God and it will be torn down. It is attached to Satan's system and it is a part of, um, you know, racism. This is the foundation of this system, y'all. And it's got to get torn down. Even Dr. Joy DeGruy uh, uh, Leary, and I pray I did not mess your name up. Dr. DeGruy, 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 I'm not sure her name. Uh, Dr. Leary. Anyway, she says that it's not just prejudice. But they have the power to do something with their prejudice, their racism. That's what makes them dangerous. That's what gives them power over us. See, we don't have the power to use our prejudice against anyone because we're not in rulership. We don't have any force to put behind our power. So you have to know who's in rule and you have to know that this system was made you know, to go against us. That's why this system, even being, you know, uh, uh, you know, like Democrat and, and Republican, it can never work for us because it was only a system to contain us while we were going through this punishment. Now that we've gone through this punishment, no, that system can't do anything for us. It has to be dismantled. It's Satan's system, y'all. So, 
Let's read further on and see about this thing. So um, they give you the dynamics of the reality that we're living in. I give you the spiritual dynamics according to scripture that is affecting our world and our lives. As we can see, our lives are not normal anymore. Yahweh is showing the world that the scriptures he left for man to follow is a living guide book, a living story of the ending of a chapter, the ending of this chapter called The Last Generation. And if you Google The Last Generation, you'll get a whole lot of information on that. And that's going to be my topic for next week. We're going to get into what this last generation is all about and how scripture confirms it and how, you know, uh, uh, the people of the world, you know, uh, uh, have, have their own theology about this last generation. Y'all do some research on it because that's going to be my ne next topic for next week. So, um, Dr. Francis says that they use signs and symbols as the systems of control. It is subliminal and works in keeping us docile. These signs and symbols are built within their architectural designs, their artwork and statues, the name of Confederate leaders given to their military bases, their schools and parks, and, 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 and along with those statues that they placed, you know, in these public places, y'all, all to, to keep us in our place, all to remind us of how we were brought here and the rules associated with us as a people, y'all. So it's witchcraft, and this is the forms that they used against us and that are still being used against us. But, but uh, this is where we must wake up because we don't have to stay under this thing anymore. And how they use sex, y'all. Sex is a big part of this. Even in their architectural designs, even Dr. Francis, Francis Quil, uh, uh, Chris Wilson will tell you how they use sex as a part of this. Even with their architectural designs, like she gave, you know, the... the uh, um, she used she used a, a golf course, the example of a golf course, you know, saying how it was laid out, how you have like a sand trap and how you have, you know, the roof and then how you have, you know, like water on, you know, in, 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 in this golf course, you know, architectural design and how each one represents something according to the woman's body. How, you know, when you play golf, how you have to use a long stick, a long pole, like the, like the penis, y'all, like the man's phallus, you know, how, how you use this long pole to hit a ball in a hole. So all of this is, it, it, it relates to sex. A lot of this relates to sex because in this kingdom of Satan's kingdom, sex is, is one of the most important you know, uh, factors in this regime. So let me get more into this message and, and, and we'll discuss that. So they feel, our enemies feel that they must contain us because we have the dominant gene, y'all. This dark skin and this woolly hair is the God key. It is the dominant gene. What they say about one drop of black blood, y'all. Ah. One drop of black blood makes the whole thing just like that yeast in, in, in the dough. A little yeast goes throughout the whole dough. Just like a little, just, just one drop of black blood gonna make the whole vessel black. It ain't gonna be white no more. It ain't gonna be just, just that one race. Nope. That one drop of black blood is gonna give it either this hair or this melanated skin. You're going to get some parts of what that God key is all about because it's a potent seed. So this is about your seed, y'all. And you need to really, you know, uh, 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 look at Dr. Francis Quill's uh, Wilson, Chris Wilson. 
she gave you and, 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 and Mr. Neely, Mr. Neely uh, um, um, Fuller Jr., they give you the information that we so desperately need to put this whole story together of our identity and why this is happening to us black people, why we're being killed, why our seed is, 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 has been destroyed. You know, the, our names has been destroyed. You know, with all this, this, this wickedness associated to it, without, with, with all this evilness associated to our names because of what Satan has told the world, the lies about us. So, there's a cover-up. And it's because the world was melanated. Ancient kingdom have been dug out of the earth. And it reveals this truth, y'all. <laughs> they can't hide it. All they can do is try and, and make the skin tones of these people. When they painted the actual colors of these people on, on the, the walls. Of, you know, of, of all this archaeological uh, finds, the artifacts that we see, all they could do is lighten the skin of those people and try to make them look like they didn't have this type of hair, woolly hair. But other than that, the ancient kingdoms, they show the truth of who inhabited them. It aligns with the biblical stories of the scriptures with times and dates of recorded history. Remember I told you all Europe, the United Kingdom, with Russia and Anatolia, Turkey, all were black ruled. That includes uh, Spain and France and, and Germany and all the nations, y'all. That was Europe. Come on, y'all. I'm producing a book to show you guys the coats of arms of all this black royalty that ruled these parts up until the shift happened. And Yahweh caused all the nations to fall, as the biblical accounts tell us in the book of Ezekiel. We could read about how the Philistines fell, the Assyrians, the Persians, the Egyptians, and Pharaoh. Where Donald Trump represents Pharaoh in these end times here in America, y'all. Because this is spiritual Egypt. At least that's what Deuteronomy 15 and, and 68 said. I mean, Deuteronomy 28. And 68 says, it says that this is the Egyptian, that this is spiritual Egypt. Read about it and tell me if I'm, if, if I'm telling you what's true. So it tells us about all of these kingdoms who were black at that time, y'all. How they feel. Because Yahweh, when, when he caused his children who, who we find ourselves in captivity now with melanated skin and woolly hair. When he caused us to fall, all the nations around us fell as well. Even Ham, he has suppressed their authority. All nations have come into, all, all the nations of the world, the Caucasian nations, the Gentile nations of Genesis 10, 1 through 5, it tells you who the Gentiles are. It tells you who those nations are. You can see those nations, how they, they went into Africa and parted Yahweh's land. Among themselves. Yahweh is not pleased. In scripture, they have to pay for that. That's what it says in scripture. That's not what my word says. That's what Yahweh's word says about pardoning his land. How these nations went in, into Africa, and carved up the land and just claimed what they wanted for themselves. They raped that country. And their nations are not, are, are not even any better for it today. They still have financial problems. Even with them taking over the richest land of the earth, they still have financial problems. So what's wrong with that picture? We can see that this is Satan's ram that we are living in, y'all. So this is why these things are. And the Egyptians themselves are in captivity. And you can find that in Ezekiel 30, verses 17 and 18. Ezekiel 30 and 23 says, that Yahweh scattered the Egyptians among the nations and dispersed them through the countries. He hid the modern-day Egyptians. So, just like he hid us, y'all, he hid them too. But, they got to see Yahweh. When, we're, when we come back into our land, 
Oh, Yahweh said that he want to see Moab. He want to see he want to see the Egyptians. Oh, he want to see a lot of them. Read about it in Ezekiel. It tells you these stories. Read the whole book of Ezekiel. It will tell you what Yahweh has planned. What his day of vengeance is going to be about. And what all these nations did that was around his children in the land that he exiled us from. What they did to us and why they will still have, you know, uh, their portion to pay. So, Satan did not tell his children who were helping him. You know, he didn't tell them that. His time period was assigned to our time period. Our time period. He had the same 400 years that we had. So it says that the scepter to rule is still in, Ju in Judah's hands. Through the Jewish people though. The people who have assumed our identity. Because the scripture says that the scepter will always stay in Judah's hands. So this is Satan's administration under Gentile rule. His 400 years are also up. Satan did not tell them that when his 400 years were up, that their time of lawlessness and wicked activities would be up also. That, that it would be a time to pay, rather, for their wickedness, which we are seeing, you know, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. We are seeing how, you know, uh, uh, they're getting caught up in, in, in the stuff that they're doing. You know, uh, uh, look at, look at, uh, that man who, who, um, dang, I can't even call his name right now, but anyway, with, 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 uh, sex, you know, how, how he, 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 uh, had all these underage girls and taking them all over the world and, and, and then, then, uh, giving them to all these high powered people, you know, the high powered people come see him. You know, when they want to go play and have, you know, like little meetings and, and, and parties and stuff. You know, uh, uh, Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, that's what I'm talking about. How he provided the, the upper echelon, you know, uh, 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 flesh. How he was a flesh peddler. And, and, and he peddled, you know, all these young women. Peddled their flesh, you know. All this stuff is being exposed. And before it's, and when it's really exposed, it's going to get to the highest. The, 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 it's a spiritual wickedness in high places. So it's going to get to those high places in the land where all this wickedness is. The people holding these positions. You know, high-powered positions. You know? So we're going to see this thing. We're going to see how Yahweh reveals what he's revealing about how all of this is, how his people fail, and how other people have taken over, the Gentiles have taken over, and then they disguised everything, everything they did a cover-up to make it seem like the people who were in power and in control were the ones who were at the beginning of time the same people, but that's not true. They are not the same people. We are out of place. The whole Middle East is out of place. And that is going to be discovered, revealed. Yahweh got this. So this is about eliminating the black race through the black man to preserve the Gentile race. You can find that. You can find who the Gentiles are in Genesis 10, 1 through 5. It tells you who the Gentiles are. Now, we can't be Gentiles and then be ham seed too, y'all. Because scripture tells you who the Gentiles are. And we can't be Gentiles if we're suffering the curses of Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68. So come on, y'all. Put this thing together so it can open up your knowledge about who we are. So uh, the police violence and black-on-black -black crime, you all. Um, this is about eliminating the black race through the, uh, through the black man to preserve the Gentile race through police violence and black-on-black -black crime. But why is this happening to us? This is what we need to know. We need to know why we, out of all the people of the world, why we are being annihilated as a people, why the police are attacking us, you know, all over the world. Why, you know, the 
police want to, to, to kill off our race of people. You all need to examine that. See, there's a specialness about you. We're not like all the other people in the world. Yahweh said that he set us apart. We are peculiar people. He called us out of the world. We are in the world, but we are not of the world, y'all. So we need to understand these things about us. See, we are the tribe of Judah who are in America that came through you know, the transatlantic slave trade, we are Hebrew people. That, the cover-up, a, a part of the cover-up was to strip us of our language, y'all. To prove who we were. We spoke Hebrew. We wrote in Hebrew. So, and yes, Stephen, yeah, the Gentiles will go, well, their, their numbers will not increase. You said, aren't the Gentiles going extinct? Well, yeah, uh-huh, they're having problems. And without us, see, that's another thing with scientific racism and, and, and the way Dr. Uh, Francis uh, Chris Wilson explains it, you know, how they can eliminate the black gene, how, you know, us, the women, can't, can't you know, pull out a gun and make, you know, uh, uh, the white man sleep with us. So if they stop sleeping with us and then they kill off the black men, Where's that black seed? That black seed won't be produced anymore. But the thing of it is, like you said, Stephen, aren't the Gentiles going extinct? Yep, they came from, from us. So they need us. We got the God key. We got the, we got the potent seed. So how are they going to have a world without us? They came from us. All things started from this melanation. You know, this melanated skin and this woolly hair. So, uh, you know what? They're going to outsmart themselves. Or uh, rather, it's not even going to get to that point because Satan's, Satan's dream will not end the way that he desires it to. He knows his time is short. And he, he forgot, to, well, he, he literally did not tell his people, you know, what time in this, this, this is that we're in and how they're going to lose. How they're going into the lake of fire because that's where his assignment is to be chained in that open, well, not only will they go into the lake of fire, but Satan's assignment with his kingdom is to be placed in that bottomless pit, y'all, chained in a bottomless pit where he will not bother us for a thousand years, for the thousand year reign. So he ain't tell his people that. But you know what? His people will follow him when that time comes. We just have to know what to do. While they coming for our heads, we have to know what to do. So the book of Joel warned us about our enslavement and captivity. Y'all want to read about how we went into slavery and why? Read the book of Joel. The whole book of Joel, I think it's only three chapters. It'll tell you about our captivity. It'll tell you why. So read, because we were covenant breakers. All right. So Lamentations 1 through 3 tells us that Judah is going into captivity because of affliction. And because of great servitude. See, we were sent into the world as servants, as the most high servants, as a blessing, to be a blessing to these people. Look how they treated their blessing. And that she dwells among the heathen. So Lamentation said that we're dwelling among the heathen right now. So how can we be the heathen and Gentiles? And then we're serving out the punishment set for Shem. Come on, y'all. None of this makes sense. We can't be all these group of people, these Canaanites, and then, you know, be under the, cur the curses of Shem, you know, but they say we ham. Come on, y'all. Put this thing together. Lamentations 10 and 1. The adversary has spread out his hand upon her pleasant thing. See, that's how they took our stuff, y'all. For she has seen that the heathen entered into her sanctuary, whom thou didst command that they should not enter into thy congregation. This is where they took all of our wealth, our treasures, and our authority, because it was our time to fall, and the scepter to rule. So I can now fully understand Dr. Francis Quell's Welsing and how our enemies has made us into a people of ill repute. That we have all these stigmas against our name. We have all these scars against our name as being a people who 
are not an honorable people at all, who are dishonored people. So that, that's what Satan says about us. That's the picture he paints about us. So Ezekiel 23 and 46 through 49. This is what the Lord says. Bring a mob against them and co-sign to terror and plunder. The mob will stone them and cut them down with their swords. They will kill their sons and daughters and burn down their houses. So I will put an end to indecency in the land. And all the women will be astonished not to imitate your behavior. They will repay you for your indecency and you will bear the consequences of your sins of idolatry. Then you will know that I am the Lord God. See, because of our indecency and because of the sins of our idolatry, it's why we fail, y'all. Covenant breakers. Since we fail, Satan used it to take, to take uh, away our true identity and give it to another. He hates us so that he renamed. He hates us to the point that he was hoping that we never found ourselves. He, re he renamed us and gave us a new identity. He hid us and turned the world against us. He knew that Yahweh would redeem his children at some point in time because his time to rule was attached to his mistreatment. Wait a minute. Yahweh would redeem his children at some point in time because his time to rule, because Satan's time to rule was attached to the, to the mistreatment of Yahweh's children. That is why it is said that Satan's time is short. He is ruling through his demonic vices in the hearts of people, y'all. That's why this is a spiritual attack. This is done through the heart, through, through the spirit, y'all. That's why we can't just go out and just fight people in the flesh because this is a spiritual warfare that manifests itself in this, in this natural realm, in the flesh of people. So I hope we understand that, the spiritual part of this, okay? So um, he uses scriptures against us and keeps us in a drown, downtrodden position so that we can always maintain, so that they can always maintain who they say we are. You know, the name that they gave us, Negro, attached to Hagar attached to that allegory of a slave woman, okay? We can't be slaves and be Shem too. And the promises of redemption is under Shem, it's not under Ham. So we need to read this for understanding, y'all. We can't be all these people they say we are. And they done mixed up some scripture and confused some stuff, and then they called us a name and took our stuff. Because they said that we were worthless. That we had no value. So Satan and his whole... Satan has this whole world based off of a caste system. That caste system of being... Uh, of the hue of your skin. If it's dark, then it's associated with evil and wickedness. Because of the lies that he has told. We are made in the image of Yahweh, y'all, which means the melanated skin and the hair. That's the God key. He has the world thinking that our woolly hair and skin is that way because of the curse. And we can see in Zechariah 8 and 13, read that, y'all. Satan has painted a new picture of Yahweh's children. They are not marked with any of the numerous captivities in our historical past even up to the present. Now, if you go back and research, if you go back and look at all those archaeological finds, then you will see they're attached to dates. You will see they were, they're attached to recorded history. We went through captivity, y'all, back in those times, in ancient times. That is a mark upon us. And we can still see, even in this day and time, we're in captivity in somebody else's nation. We're a nation trapped within another nation. And you say, well, I'm not in bondage. I'm not in captivity. Well, you know what? Being a black people that came through the transatlantic slave trade, we are a nation of people who do not have a sovereignty, who do not have a land, who we have people, 
but we don't have wealth and we don't have an authority. So that means that you're in captivity and bondage in somebody else's land. Somebody else have power and control over you. That's what this fight is about, y'all. So don't say you're not in bondage and captivity because, yes, you are. We as a people do not have our own land anymore. We had our own land. But Yahweh sent us through a 400-year punishment. So he is about to restore us. And this time I wrote some scriptures down for us to be speaking into the atmosphere for our restoration to come into, in, into this day and age. Because Yahweh said he's already restored us. I mean, that he's already redeemed us, rather. He's already redeemed us. So it's through the spoken word that is our weapon, you know, of, of uh, uh, our spiritual warfare weapon. And we have to use it. There's something we have to do. He left us something to, to do. Jesus said, greater works than these will you do also. So we have something to do. We're not left defenseless. And yes, we must put in the work too, y'all. So, uh, um, as I've said, they have always been known or the Gentiles have always been known to come and attack us whenever they think that they have to compete with jobs. You know, when we get in their way, we're taking jobs. And when we start to excel, you know, just like we did in building communities like Black Wall Street. Or now, you know, like when they say make America great again, which we already know that means make America white. And I'm not going to say again because America was never white. When, when the pilgrims got here, the colonizers got here, the indigenous people were already here in the land. So when was it ever white? When they came with their guns and made it white. When they came into this country, it was not theirs. It belonged to another people. And they overtook it by the power of the gun. Because it was Satan's time to rule. So let us understand those things you all. And at that time, America was called Asaroth. It was not even called America. So look that up too. You can find that in... Uh, you can find that in the Old Testament. Just look up that word Asaroth. And I think you spell it A-S... A... Wait a minute... A-S-A-R-E-T-H. So check that word out. So uh, race riots and Black Wall Street. It was a city that gained worldwide notoriety. They gained a reputation. They gained a reputation because it was a shining gem. One city, y'all, was a shining gem in the whole world. It was at the end of World War I. These Caucasians came, these Gentiles came, and saw what the Negroes had built, what they call us Negroes. I'm going to say what the Hebrews had built. Jealousy set in, and because we were not supposed to have more than, than they were, because they thought that, you know, we were underneath their feet, that we didn't deserve any of this. Then they came, and they destroyed it. So ever since the principality has set over the city to keep the descendants of Black Wall Street, ever since that time, there has been a principality to sit over that city to keep the residents of Black Wall Street quiet about the massacres of 1920. So they can't even, you know, go and, and really speak about these things because they're threatened. This evil wickedness is sitting on top of them they can't even go and get you know uh uh, uh go and, and and sue for what is owed to them and, and what is owed to them should have been paid to them years and years and years ago this happened back in 1920 21 so come on y'all america owe us real big not only reparations but for what they have done to our people since we have been here and don't think and, and they say that they're not gonna pay this ain't even in their hands this is in Yahweh's hands. And Isaiah 60 and 5 says that the wealth of the nations will be brought and laid to our feet. Read about it. Isaiah 60 and 5 will tell you. So we will get our reparations regardless of what man say. 
Man can't tell you what he ain't gonna do. Oh, he can say all, all he wants. He can form his mouth all he wants to say what he ain't gonna do. But watch Yahweh. Yahweh will make sure that what is ours will be returned back into our hands. He gonna show the world who we truly are, who his children are. We didn't go through 400 years of captivity and 2,000 years of being exiled from our land for nothing. Say the lie, say all he wants, and tell the world and, and make it look and make it appear that whom he has called the Jewish people to be the people of the Bible. He can say all that that he wants, you know, and, and disguise, you know, uh, um, you know, those people as being the people. But see, Yahweh got the final word on this. And Yahweh says he will restore his children. So all of this is about to unfold and be revealed before I ask what this is really all about. People can say anything from their mouth, but it's what the reality of it is. And the reality is about to be shown. So we had the red summer of 1919 here in America. You can check that out on history.com. Okay. It says in this fraught atmosphere, white supremacist Ku Klux Klan organization revived its violent activities in the South, including 64 lynchings in 1918 and 83 in 1919. In the summer of 1919, race riots would break out in Washington, D.C., Knoxville, Tennessee, Longview, Texas, Phillips County, Arkansas, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, most dramatically, Chicago. The city's African-American population had increased from 44,000 in 1909 to more than 100,000 as of 1919. Competition for jobs in the city's stockyard was particularly intense, pitting African-Americans against whites, both native-born and immigrants. Tensions ran highest on the city's south side, where the great majority of black residents lived. Many of them in old, dilapidated housing and without adequate services, a drowning in Lake Michigan. On July 27, 1919, a 17-year-old African-American boy named Eugene Williams was swimming with friends in Lake Michigan when he crossed the unofficial barrier located at 29th Street between the city's white and black beaches. And because he crossed this barrier, let me tell you what happened. A group of white men threw strong stones. They threw stones at Williams, hitting him, and he drowned. When police officers arrived on the scene, they refused to arrest the white man who, who the black eyewitnesses pointed to as the responsible party. Angry crowds began to gather on the beach, and reports of the incident, many distorted and exaggerated, spread it quickly. Violence soon broke out between gangs and mobs of black and white concentrated in the south side neighborhoods surrounding the stockyards. After police were unable to quell the riots, the state militia was called in on the fourth day, but the fighting continued until August 3rd. Shooting, beatings, and arson attacks eventually left 15 whites and 23 blacks dead, and more than 500 more people, around 60% black, injured. The additional 1,000 black families were left homeless at the rioters' torch their residences. So let's move on to the president, y'all. See, with what I just read to you, it's time again for them to, you know, uh, start up with us again. You know, over, over our period of being in America, we've had many race riots. Like I said, either for jobs, or because, you know, uh, they deem that, that, that we have more than what we should have and, 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 and we have more than their poor whites have. So, no, we're underneath their feet. We're, we're not, we, we shouldn't have these things, you know. We're in their society. They're not in our society. So, according to them, that, you know, when we reach... To, to certain levels, like, like building a city like Black Wall Street, that's, that, that's not permissive. We, we, that's not permitted. You, if you attain, you know, uh, 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 a greatness, you know, uh, wealth, great wealth, if you attain great wealth on your own individually, yeah, 
They can work with that. But as a whole group of people and you're going to build a city? Yeah, okay. That is not tolerated. So, no, we cannot have black cities, you know, prosperous black cities in America because it, it, this system was not built for that. As we can see. So anyway, getting to the president, a resident spirit that is controlling spiritual wickedness in high places in the police department and in the judicial system is Satan. It belongs to Satan, this resident spirit. He gives his power to those who make themselves available to it. He is, he is using this president to do his bidding in these end times. He has all his people in place to facilitate the horror and terror that he will bring upon the earth. We can read about, we can read about all these things in the book of Revelation. We can read about it in Daniel, in Thessalonians, and in Jude. Yahweh has stripped Satan of his power. Now we have power over him through the finished work of the cross. We just have to know that we have victory over him and his demonic kingdom. Yahweh put that power in our mouths when we speak the word of his scriptures. It is also for such a time as this. That's how we getting up out of this, y'all. When we all agree that we have to use the word of God to do this. So, uh, Satan... In this scripture, he is the king of Tyre. And I believe I got this scripture out of Ezekiel. Ezekiel, let's see if this is Ezekiel 23. I believe that this is the scripture. I did not put the scripture down, so I don't like to read scriptures that I can't prove out. Or if I'm reading a scripture where I can't tell you where it is, I want you to be able to find what I am reading so that we can all be on the same page. Because when I teach, it's not what I teach from my own word. It's what I teach from the word of God. Because I didn't write this word. I didn't know anything about any of this. How all of this fell on us and how all of this put us in this situation. But Yahweh has awakened me to what this is all about. So... Oh my goodness. Let me see. Is this Zechariah? Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't have the right scripture. And as I said, I don't want to read this scripture without getting the right word for it. So let's look and see if this is it. Uh, hold on. Please bear with me. Please bear with me. I'm, I'm searching for this scripture right now. Let's see. Let's see, is this the scripture? Um, you were sealed. Let's see. Okay, I can't find this scripture, so I'm not going to give you this scripture about Satan's fall. Um, I'll get it for you another time. But uh, even in Daniel, okay, so... Even in Daniel, you can find scripture where it tells you uh, where Daniel says that that um, Satan will oppress the saints of the Most High, intending to change uh, and set times, intending to change the set times and laws. And the saints will be given into his hand for a time and times and a half time. Okay, so Donald Trump, the reason why I got this, this scripture, because these are the things that Donald Trump is doing. He's showing you in his characteristic who he is standing for. That's all that we can look at, you know, when we go to see what is going on, why it is going on. So Yahweh left the Bible to prove these things, you all. So as we look at this president, this president is, is seeking to change laws by overriding them with executive orders. He wants to sign an executive order to change immigration laws. He seeks to defund democratic-led cities, 
with protests against systematic racism. You know, he, he won't give them, he, he's trying not to give them the money, you know, that these, city need, these cities need. Now, my thing is, we all taxpayers. We all go to work. So how he going to withhold monies that we've already put into this system? Yeah, thank you, Steve, for that scripture. Okay, yes, yes, yes. It was Isaiah 14. Thank you, and, and 12. Thank you, Stephen. You're right <laughs> about Satan's fall. Definitely. Okay, so anyway, I, I, I use that scripture to show you whose character that our president is working out of. You know, and by this being spiritual Egypt, that he is Pharaoh for such a time as this. Okay, so um, he wants to outsource and use his own militia group. He don't even want to use, you know, uh, uh, um, our 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 uh, military. He wants to use he wants wants to use something, you know, groups that are outsourced. He he goes against his own cabinet. They must pledge allegiance to him. If they don't, he smears them. Then he tears them down. He seeks to damage, you know, their life work. He takes away their expertise and, and, and their credibility. Credibility. He challenged laws and programs that are written in stone with a stroke of a pen. He thinks he can just change these things with a stroke of a pen. So thank Yahweh for a legal system that will not allow him to have his way totally. So just as Constantine tried to establish Sunday, uh, tried to establish the Sunday law, as uh, tried to establish Sunday as Yahweh's day of rest instead of Saturday, this is what Constantine did. He changed a lot of things about you know the church and Christianity. You know when he adopted that sign of the cross. So, and I tied this in so that you can see how this system. You know, Christianity was stacked against us and used against us. Our own, own uh, book of the law was used against us. And how Constantine, how everything is going back to what was already established, like what Constantine did. You know, how he, how he established, how he changed things, and then he established them, you know, uh, by changing how he, he, he tried to, you know, change, you know, uh, uh, times and dates and laws and all that kind of stuff. All right. What, what uh, 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 Yahweh had said, you know, just like Constantine had changed the place of the resurrection of Christ. He changed the time of the resurrection of Christ. He changed the time of the birth of Christ. You know, he got, he got everybody, he got the world celebrating Christmas in, in the wintertime. When it was saying that he was born in the springtime, I believe. And it says, Constantine changed the scriptural method of becoming a Christian. How, you know, by the blood of Jesus, how we are blood washed, then, then you know, uh, it washes away the sins. So he made it where you have to be, you know, uh, 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 you have to be baptized by water. Which is, you do have to be baptized by water, but he changed the, the scriptural method of becoming a Christian. Okay, so um, Constantine waited until just before his death to be baptized because he believed that baptism washes away sins and makes one a Christian. This was the typical pagan belief found throughout the world, the old world, and the new one. So Constantine changed the relationship of Christianity to the state. And Constantine changed the headquarters of Jerusalem to Rome or Constantinople. So you can research all of these things to see exactly how he changed these things, you all. And some of these things we can point out right away of how he changed it. Okay? So please do not get caught up with this election with Donald Trump or with Rome. I mean, I'm sorry, with, with Donald Trump and uh, uh Please do not get caught up with Donald Trump, you know, with this election and Donald Trump, because he is Pharaoh and this is spiritual Egypt. So I believe that under his administration, he will have a second term and we and uh, under his administration, we will go into the wilderness of nations. So we have come full circle to the time of our exile of 2000 years ago. 
it was valid both times when we were exiled, y'all. You know, the first 10 tribes were, exi were exiled, you know, back in um, 721 B.C., and then we were exiled as early as 70 A.D., you know, to 135 A.D. So uh, it's been 2,000 years since, you know, we've been exiled, and we've been in captivity for the last 400 years. So um, we just have to know that all of this is coming to the end of a thing, you all. So now that Trump is in office, he has given the Klan their right to take off their hoods. It is coming up on 100 years since the Black Wall Street massacre. So something is about to jump off, y'all. And as we see how the police uh, continues to kill our people, something is about to jump off. So everybody needs to be prepared for what is coming, y'all. Yahweh did not leave us defenseless. Okay, he left us a spiritual sword. So you need to examine why they want to kill off the black race. You know, this is a very important question. Why? Why is this happening towards us? So seek that answer so you all can understand why all of this is happening. You need to know just how special you are and just how important that you are that Satan went to great lengths to hide us and take everything from us and left us to suffer in a base position. Even though he knows his time is up and for his rule over our lives to be up, he will continue to trick you and make you think that his bondages applies forever. This is when the word of God comes into play. This is how we use our authority over Satan and his demonic courts to take back what belongs to us through our spiritual sword. If we were just playing those servants, we would always be their source of capitalism and their servants. We would be of service to them instead of them wanting to kill us. A Negro is a slave. They are Canaanites, Hagar's children. Hagar's the slave woman. So why would you kill your slave, y'all, if that's all we were? So we must be attached to something great if they're trying to annihilate us. And all of this boils down to them losing power and control. But see, what they must know and what we must know, all of this was designed by Satan, y'all. He has turned the world upside down. He has appointed a people, a, 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 the identity of another people. So we're thinking that this is the correct situation of what's going on. But as we can see through all the chaos, through all the plagues, through you know everything that's going on, things are coming to pass where everything is being changed. So now I have come to the end of this broadcast and I wanted to leave you guys, you know, some uh, scriptures like Isaiah 33 and 7 and, um, and Proverbs 18 and 21 and Mark 11 and 22 and Mark 11 and 23, Matthews 21 and 22 and Isaiah 55 and 11, 2 Corinthians 4 and 13. You know, we, we need to confess these things over our lives. And also, we need to know who we are. So, I'm going to leave you guys with that. Check out those scriptures. And, we, and, and let's start confessing who God says that the tribe of Judah is. Because we are the tribe of Judah here in America. So we need to line up according to what the scripture has said. And the second exodus is soon upon us. So let us prepare y'all for our upcoming journey that is soon to come upon us. Uh, we have come to the end of another broadcast of Eyes Can See. Enjoy your day and share this live video so that we can all fulfill Isaiah 10 and 20. Where we will stop trusting on our captors and we will start depending on the word of God. So until next Friday, I love you all, and goodbye for now.